Welcome to Full Circle with Lika, a place of self-expression and holistic exploration of the human experience. I am honored to welcome you on this journey towards liberation, joy, and freedom. Make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into spirituality, mindset, self-development, and random stories filled with life lessons. Let's step together in that space where we get to unleash our own magic. Hello! Today I want to talk about this war between the ego and the higher self. I see this everywhere in the spiritual community, everywhere in the self-development community, where people are, quote-unquote, trying to get rid of the ego. And I personally believe this is not how it works. Again, not the truth, only my perspective. What I mean by that is when we reject the ego, the ego being the bad guy, like, oh my God, my ego is so bad. My ego is when I'm judgmental and when I'm criticizing and then when I'm judging myself and when I'm doubting myself and when I'm doing all the wrong things and it's the codependency and it's the separation and it's the you know it's all the wrong things it's all the things we don't want to see it's all the things we don't want to be the ego is all the things we don't want to be and the higher self is all the things we want to be it's loving, compassionate, open, love and light. Everything is wonderful. Everything is, woo, love and light. Love and light, love and light. We are living in a world of butterfly and fairies and unicorns. So, yes. Yes, yes, yes. To me, there is no getting rid of anything. To me, it's even impossible to get rid of anything. And if you even think about science, nothing dies, nothing is created, everything is transformed. That's a principle in nature. Nothing disappeared, nothing is created, everything is transformed. So where we have power is to transform, to use that inner alchemy, where we can transform aspects of us into a higher frequency into a higher version because we've learned from a lesson, we've learned from a behavior, we've learned from a thought, we've learned from a part of us and we just bring more light, bring more awareness, bring more purity and more intention into an aspect of us. But we cannot get rid of anything. We just cannot. We can transform. This is our power. And getting rid of your ego because the ego is the bad guy, to me, is really bypassing and trying to be a fucking angel when we are here as human beings. And human beings are going to feel the whole spectrum of the human experience, which means that we're going to have to live with an ego which means we have the choice to either integrate our ego and be friends with it or to keep rejecting it 
trying to fix it, trying to change it, trying to get rid of it, trying to suppress it, trying to delete it, and to make it disappear. But the ego really is only here to protect us. So all the things that we don't like about the ego, because the ego is controlling, is judgmental, is jealous, is codependent, is all those levels, and, and on and on and on and on and on. But actually, the ego is just a protection system for us to stay alive. When you actually dive deep, 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 when the ego reacts to something, and you go behind it, behind the emotions, behind the anger, behind whatever is present, the sadness, the hurt, you go, you go and you dig and you dig and you dig, there is a very high chance <laughs> that actually behind it is just the fear of dying. It's just your ego being so freaking shit scared that your body dies. So as soon as we're going to be here in a human form, in a human body, we will have an ego. There is no point in trying to get rid of it. This is where we take fucking radical ownership. Radical ownership, radical responsibility for who we are. Not trying to become angelic and to become love and light all the time and be always in the higher self thinking that the higher self is like another person, another version of us when it's actually already us, we already are our higher self. It's a part of us, it's us already. And maybe thinking that actually wanting to get rid of the ego is actually the ego talking itself. Because really, will your higher self try to reject some parts of you? Or will your higher self actually ac accept and embrace every single aspect of you, your ego included? That's my own personal belief. So this is where we take ownership not blaming all that is wrong with us on the ego, but realizing that in the first place, there is nothing wrong with us. We are just experiencing a human experience. We are going through that. It's wonderful, it's chaotic, it's beautiful, it's all of it. This ownership starts when you realize that you are a soul in a body. And in order for your body to stay alive, it needs a protection system. This protection system is your ego. Sometimes it's not working the best way possible, but this is something you can act on. So it's not about getting rid of the ego. It's about bringing more self-awareness and more discernment and more acceptance. Self-awareness so you are able to see what's going on, to see and to observe without attachment without judgment just to observe and to see when it's your ego talking when it's your ego reacting when it's your fear your fear of dying your fear of being alone your fear of being rejected your fear of being seen your fear all of that your wounds your traumas 
when it's that talking, you just observe and you see, huh, interesting, this is my ego talking. I see it. I don't act on it. I don't try to fix it. I don't try to get rid of it. I'm just observing. And discernment to see, oh, now it's my higher self. It's my heart. It's that place within me that really trusts. Is that place within me that is really connected to the divine, to something beautiful within me, to an unconditional love that exists within me. Compassion, kindness, openness, and just discernment. I see, I observe, this is it. There is no judgment. There is no, the higher self is good, the ego is bad. Both are necessary. Both are part of you. There is actually no separation. We love to use languages to make little boxes and put labels on things. And on top of that, we love to judge. This is good. This is bad. This is right. This is wrong. No, it's just what it is. You're human. You have an ego. And you're okay. And you're beautiful. And you're perfectly imperfect. And it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's part of the process. And then the last piece of it is acceptance. Just like, okay, I just accept. This is a part of me. I don't have to fix it. I don't have to change it. I have the power to transform it, to alchemize it. I have the power to stay the observer and not react from a place of the ego, but to know that the ego is there and to choose and to take this responsibility where I am not acting from that place. I'm acting from the center of my heart as much as I can and I'm doing the best that I can every single day. But sometimes, eventually, because I'm a human being, then I will tap into the ego and then I will react from that place and I will react because I'm hurt and I will react because I'm afraid and it's not going to be angelic and beautiful and love and light and unicorns and butterflies and you know this beautiful like white person doing yoga and namaste all the time and that's okay it doesn't mean you're not a loving kind beautiful amazing soul it just means that you're a soul in a body doing the best you can with what you have in every given moment this is where radical self-acceptance, radical self-acceptance, accepting all of you, knowing that there is nothing wrong with you. Stop making yourself wrong. You are not wrong. There is nothing to be fixed. Most of the time, this is what it's truly about. It's not about the codependency. It's not about the childhood trauma. It's not about the relationship or the heartbreak is not about the jealousy it's not about self-doubt it's not about the lack of self-love it's just the story we make out of what is and we need to tap into self-radical acceptance just accepting fully for real sitting with what's alive within you whether it's pleasant and beautiful and light or unpleasant and really, really, really not pleasant in the body, really uncomfortable. But you just sit with it and you have the same sense of equanimity. 
you're not craving one thing and thinking it's good and right and good and beautiful, <laughs> good twice, um, or thinking that is wrong, bad, and it should be repressed and removed. You use your inner alchemy in order to always transform and alchemize something that hurts, something that makes you suffer, into something more expensive, into something that makes your life better and that makes your life more spacious. This is how you use your power. When you take full radical ownership and you're not blaming things on your ego, thinking your ego is someone different than you, is that little demon within you, and then putting everything on your higher self as well, realizing that you are all of it. And it's perfect. You are perfect. We all are perfect. Especially when we are committed to that path of growth and liberation and self-development. It means that we are on our path no matter what. So how can we bring more self-love and self-acceptance in the day-to-day? in the daily, realizing there is nothing wrong, there is nothing to fix. You can be all of it. There is space within you for all aspects. And it's not an excuse to act from your ego being like, oh, I'm just human, so I'm going to be a bitch. That's not what I'm suggesting here. It's having this perspective, this zooming out, of observing what's alive and what's what is at play this is how you alchemize a reaction from the ego and you alchemize it into a reaction from a more heart-centered place you're not getting rid of anything you're just transforming you just because of your ability to be aware to be conscious of what is going on within you Self-awareness, 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 over and over and over again. You can't see what you can't see. That's why you sit in meditation, to bring more self-awareness. To put the light on some dark aspects. And I don't mean light being the good and dark being the bad. literally means like there are some aspects that are in the shadow. That's why we do shadow work. Shadow work is just that. There are aspects of us that we remove that are in the shadow. We can't see them. And doing shadow work is just bring them into the light. Doesn't mean we transform it necessarily into something beautiful and angelic, but we just bring it to the awareness. We make the unconscious conscious. When we don't do that, when we, don't, when we don't make the unconscious conscious, it's the unconscious ruling, ruling our lives and not run, like running, running. No, how do you say that in English? <laughs> this is it. I was getting quite okay today, but now I'm losing my language. This is the unconscious that will be in charge of our lives. And most of the unconscious is very linked to past traumas and things that we don't necessarily want to 
experience and that we don't want to stay in that vibration that is lower. We kind of want to reach for something higher, for something of a higher frequency, frequency of love, of gratitude, of acceptance. So we bring that unconscious and we fully love it and accept it. We don't do that by being like, oh, this is a shadow, this is an aspect of me, this is a trauma, this is a wound, this is a reaction, this is a part of me that I hate, so I'm going to try and fix it and transform it and become someone that I am not because I'm not able to accept who I am when I'm this person. Ay, 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 yeah. I think the most liberating feeling in the world is being completely okay with who you are now. With your perfect imperfection. Because you are perfect. Everything that you are rejecting about yourself is in everyone, every human, in some degrees. At some degrees or in some degrees, I don't know how you say that, we are all wounded. We all have traumas, we all have fears, we all have... We just work with that. We just improve from that place. So the only way to change anything is to actually accept it fully. Acceptance and love. That's why we say, you know, self-love and love yourself and da-da-di and da-da-da. And most people, they don't know how to love themselves because they only know how to love with conditions. So they're like, I will love myself only when I'm not a people pleaser anymore. I will agree to love myself. Okay, I'm going to love myself. But only if I'm not jealous anymore. Because this, I cannot love. I will love myself only when I do this or when I do that or when I am more like this or I am more like that or I'm less like this or less like that. So the self-love is always under conditions. And it gives no space for acceptance. So the more we can integrate, really integrate, which means we accept, we embrace, we bring into ourselves all aspects, all facets, all shapes, colors, and all of us. And be okay with this. Saying to ourselves, I can be all of this. I decide, I get to be all of me. I get to be the wild, the beautiful, the powerful, the confident goddess that I am. But I'm also sometimes really judgmental, really jealous, really ashamed, really wounded, really afraid. Sometimes I people please and I don't listen to myself. Sometimes I react from my ego. Sometimes I say things that I wish I didn't. Sometimes I talk about myself instead of listening to others. Sometimes I'm giving advice to people that didn't ask for it. Sometimes I'm 
you know, all the things that we put wrong and that we put in the ego and just be like, it is okay. At the end of the day, I'm a human being and I'm doing the best I can. And it's being clear on your intentions, being clear of who you are, not identifying as anything. If you identify from those places as a people pleaser, it makes you a people pleaser just because you tell yourself that story. If you just realize, oh, sometimes I tend to people please. That's just something I do. It's not something I am. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not codependent. Sometimes I have behaviors. So it's really separating the behaviors from the identity. Because most of us, sometimes we go really intense into the identity. And accepting all of who you are, you still get to decide who you get to be. But also, it goes in the beautiful aspect of you. You are kind, you're beautiful, you're compassionate. You decide where you put the um, cursor. I don't know how you say that in English. Where you put the bar barometer. Maybe you want to be more of the time in your compassion, in your kindness. And at least as you can in the other side of it, in the darkest space. But the only way to do that is to do that with yourself and to bring acceptance and love because what you resist persists. So the more you're going to try to change it, the more you're going to make it a big deal, the more you're going to make yourself wrong for being this or this or that, the more you're going to try to get rid of the ego, the more you're going to give power to the ego. Getting rid of the ego is just the ego itself manifesting itself. Your higher self, your heart center, your soul is full radical love and acceptance even for the ego, even for the darkest things within us. This integration takes a lot of practice. I don't want to say work. It's just a practice over and over and over again. Practicing, being gentle with ourselves in the process, practicing awareness, observing who we are and how we behave, deciding who you get to be, and choosing and practicing. I decide to alchemize my shadows into something more empowering into something that brings me more joy that allows me to step into my mission that allows me to be more aligned with my true value and my heart this is a choice this is a responsibility this is a practice with that being said this is a deeper initiation what I do within the Awakened Goddess Mentorship. We're starting in two weeks. I am so, so excited for this journey. It's going to be a freaking transformation into healing, growth, 
and expansion ascension. Being able to fully master this inner alchemy. And the only way to really see if the inner work is working is when your life on the outside is changing. If you're doing shitloads of inner work and self-development, but nothing is really changing, it's like, mm, there must be something there. Because your outside reality reflects your inner reality. So when you work on yourself, and you really do the inner work, and you really work on all aspects of you, also holistically, which means that you don't work just on your mindset, because it's not just the mindset, it's also ancestral traumas and childhood wounds and it's also energetic blocks within your body and it's also stored into the body and your nervous system so when you work holistically you work on all those aspects at the same time you can see a change in your outer reality because you did the inner work in all aspects at all levels that's what we do in the Awakened Goddess Mentorship. It's a three-month journey. We have a part in one-on-one -on -one and a part in group coaching. And you get also some Reiki healing within the container, within your coaching program. I don't like to call it that way, but it is what it is. It's a coaching container, a mentorship where we get to connect together to work on your dreams and your visions to make your dreams and your vision out of your higher self, if you want to call it that way. But really how I call it is your true essence. It's not just the good parts of you. We work really into integrating all of who you truly are so you can gain full, amazing confidence, confidence in yourself, trust in yourself so that you can rock whatever projects whatever relationships that comes your way and you can make your fucking dreams come true instead of feeling stuck and feeling like you're not moving and feeling like you need something else outside yourself and you fucking realize you are your own medicine you are the shaman the healer and there is a path that you can follow and that involves a lot of pleasure, a lot of innocence, a lot of healing, not digging into what's wrong with you, but actually bringing more light, more lightness into your life and more pleasure and more centrality, reconnecting with your sexuality as well and your sexual energy, creative energy connecting with your body, the beautiful vessel, the vessel, the temple of your soul. And yeah, that's, that's pretty it. I could speak about it for hours, but I really need to sleep. <laughs> I never thought I would finish a podcast like this, but I'm, oh my God, so tired. I had a really deep, intense Reiki session with a client today. And it was so intense, so intense for her. We spent a lot of time talking and now I'm 
dead. <laughs> this good kind of dead, you know, when you're so empty because you served someone and it changed her life and it unlocked things that she couldn't unlock with a lot of work, you know, in the mindset, in the mind, doing a lot of programs and trainings and coaching things, but nothing was really working because sometimes it's just energetics and you just need to work on that level. But anyway, this is the time where you say yes to yourself. This is the time you take your little fingers and you write me a DM or you click the link or you just return to me. We can jump on a call as well. I do that to talk to you about my offers and see if it's a good fit for you. If this is what your soul needs for this next level version of you, for this initiation of like becoming a complete different person, which means unlearning everything that is not yours and becoming who you truly are at the core, at the essence, knowing that you are the higher self already, you are the medicine, no one is going to come and rescue you, no one is going to come and save you, you are the healer, you are the shaman, you are the goddess, so let's join the Awakened Goddess Mentorship. It's a beautiful place for spiritual growth and self-development. We go deep. And I'm here to hold space for you the whole time with my full attention and my love and my, my, my deep, deep devotion and my deep reverence to your divinity, to how amazing you already are. So if that calls your soul, if you are so ready to unlock your magic, to be more liberated in every aspect of your life, this is the moment you send me a message. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. So much love. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more free resources, online courses, spiritual events, coaching containers, and deep initiation work, visit my website and let's connect on Instagram.